0: Welcome to What's Up, presented by Homer Electric Association, your member-owned electric cooperative. Today, meet two Seward City Council members, Mike Calhoun and Liz DeMoss. Plus, here with a special message for members is Tanya LaDourette.
1: Hello, my name is Tanya LaDourette, and I work in member services here at Homer Electric. HEA is committed to the community. That describes how HEA and its employees are dedicated to donating their time and money to local causes and supporting the communities in which we live. Our employees are your friends and neighbors, and we always are looking for ways to make a difference beyond delivering electricity. A few ways HEA is helping in the communities we serve are sponsorship of community events, participation in local parades in Kenai, Anchor Point, and Homer, we engage in state and local government, chamber of commerce, and economic development. We're committed to the youth in our communities with our scholarship program, electrical safety poster contest, and youth leadership program in camp. We donate to local high schools, caring for the Kenai, and providing electrical safety programs to our local grade schools. H.A. employees year-round volunteer, but during the holiday season, we help at the Anchor Point BFW Adoptive Family Program, Homer Share the Spirit, and Mountain View Elementary School Adoptive Family Program. HEA also sponsors and supports the Anchor Point, Homer, Kenai and Seldovia Tree and Holiday Light Contest. In addition, we do the Holiday Hugs, which is Home Utility Gift Program where we receive nomination forms and apply $100 energy credits to selected members that could use a little extra hug during the holiday season. Our employees give countless hours volunteering and organizing local nonprofit fundraiser events and even coaching local sports. Just to name a few, we have um, one gentleman that is in charge of Have Alaska, which is helping American veterans experience Alaska. We also have somebody that helps with testing for recovery on the Kenai Peninsula and the Anchor Point BFW Adopt-A-Family Program. We love where we live. In fact, we, in the fall, we host neighborhood area meetings to connect with our members. And next month, we'll be hosting our annual meeting of the members on May 4th, which will be held at Saldana High School. Registration, as well as a complimentary dinner and refreshments, will begin at 430 this is an excellent opportunity to meet HEA's general manager, board of directors, staff, and director candidates and learn more about our valuable member programs and service that HEA offers. There'll be attendance, door prizes, including several energy credits. So make sure to stop by Salbatna High School on May 4th and join our annual meeting of the members.
2: My name is Michael Calhoun.
0: How, how long have you been insured?
2: Um, This time since 1995, uh, my uh, mother, sister, and I came to Seward originally in 1962.
0: Wow. So there's a story there. So you you were in Seward during the 64 earthquake?
2: No, actually, we didn't stay in Seward a long time. My mother then moved us to Anchorage, and so I was actually in Anchorage during the 1964
0: earthquake. Oh, wow. Wow, there's so, there's so much history with that. Um I have a cousin that uh, was in Anchorage as well during that earthquake. I, I wasn't wasn't born yet. And my mom actually was out in college in Oregon during that. So, um but everybody's got a everybody's got a story. Do you have any any recollection of it? Or are you too young?
2: Oh, I yeah, I have <laughs> I have a very clear recollection. Um although as a, you know, 7-year-old um, back then, uh we were home from school. And, uh, I, I guess maybe because it was good Friday, I don't remember exactly why, or maybe we were just out of school by then. But, uh, and my mother was home from work early because she wasn't feeling good. So she was actually home with us when the earthquake came and we were living in Spinard, and nothing really destructive happened in our neighborhood area. Um, You know, things in the house fell off shelves and broke and that sort of thing. But as far as structural things in our neighborhood, it was um, we actually got off pretty light and then just dealt with everything like everybody else having no water and um, being out of school and, you know, all that kind of thing
0: we have an earthquake for 30 seconds these days. And I think, man, this is going on forever. Can't imagine multiple minutes of the quake, but you definitely, um, you, you get an appreciation for life. I guess having gone through something like that. And at some point you moved back to, to Seward, you said, what, 1995? What brought you back?
2: Um, well, we, uh, my wife and I decided to actually just start a bed and breakfast back. And a friend of ours who was in that industry, um out of Anchorage said that if you want to do that, um, you should do it in Seward and you should probably do it soon. And so we purchased a house here in the middle of Seward and we ran a bed and breakfast for eight years. And then I won't get into all the details. We took a year off, went out of state a little while and then came back and moved on in different career
0: paths after that. I love Seward. My wife and I are both born born and mostly raised in Homer, uh, me more than her, not to say that I'm more raised than she is, but I spent more time here. And yet, Mike, the thing we love to do in the summer or even in the winter is go to Seward on vacation, which seems a little bit weird because it's another coastal Alaska community, but we love Seward, and it's always one of those places we get to, and it's just... It's like a warm embrace. There's just something about Seward, the people and the community at large, just the, the, the architecture, the the beaches, the ocean, the mountains, everything. I, I absolutely love it there. Yeah,
2: Seward's a great little town. And, you know, uh, Homer's also a nice town. It's They're just different. There's a different feel to them and not from a a standpoint of one being friendlier than the other or that, but it's just with the mountains being closer in with us, it just Seward's more compact. Yeah. And, you know, you can be in town and just walk all around town and never need a vehicle.
0: <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah.
2: And, it's, you know, it's just a, a real small town feel.
0: When did you decide to get on to the city council? And was there there is an impetus behind that? Or you just decided to say, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to run for city council.
2: Well, actually, I ran for the city council. Um, I was on the city council 23 years ago. I did a stint on the Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors, and then I did a year on the Planning and Zoning Commission, and then I did three years on the on the City Council, and then that was the year that we took off and, and left for a year. But um, And since we came back after that, I've had people bugging me to run for City Council again, and not because I was so wonderful, I don't think. Um, <laughs> I didn't know a lot back then, but just... Um, because they consider me being sort of open minded, will look at things from an objective point of view and you know, try and make the best decisions for the community and and so um finally I just decided that maybe the time was right, even though I am still working, um, to uh to see what would happen if I ran again and I got elected and that was in um 2021 and so this this term goes through 2024 and we'll see after that.
0: You thought you were out and they pulled you back in.
2: (laughs) Yeah kind of like those you know those crabs you know the deal crabs (laughs) in a tank one's trying to get away and they will grab him and drag him back in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In Seward y'all have a vote coming up and that is to, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, is it an up-down, is it a pass-fail type of vote as to whether to um, sell your electric company to Homer Electric? Is that how it goes? It will just be either it's a yes or no vote?
2: It is a yes or no vote, um, which would require 60% of the Seward voters that actually come out and vote to approve the sale. If we don't reach that margin, then the sale will not happen.
0: So this is something that the city council and the mayor are putting before the people because why?
2: Homer Electric actually in 2000 wanted to buy our utility. And we had an advisory vote back then about it and it did not reach the threshold that the council back then, which I was a member of, the majority of the council, I should say, um, did not want to pursue that and see if they could change enough minds. So they they dropped it at that point. But I just felt now that, you know, becoming part of a bigger utility like Homer Electric and the things that Homer Electric can offer us as a community, the stability, um, the increased, I I don't want to call it buying power because it's not really that, but just the resources that Homer Electric can offer us that we don't have available to us. And for the long-term health of our utility um, and the community, we just thought uh, um, this was the right time to see if we could make that happen.
0: And, and why Homer Electric? I mean, because there were other options, right?
2: There was another option, and we deliberated through that. We looked at the different offers and presentations and went through a number of meetings with the council and, those, and the two organizations Viable for that, and we chose Homer um, basically because, in the long run, we felt like they were they were ahead in certain areas of you know offering renewable resource options, um, cyber security, and just you know long-term stability. Plus, you know they understand the peninsula, and I think they understand Seward probably better. It's it just seemed like a much better fit overall
0: for us. It's interesting as you just reflect on the conversation we were having actually prior to getting into this was the similarities. And and you mentioned that the the, the people and that, that Homer and Seward are different in some ways, and it isn't the people. The fact of the matter is, I think, that we're, we're kind of of the same mind in in many respects. And, and so, yeah, I can see in the entire peninsula really being connected and under the auspices of one organization brings power to both parties, actually, just from where I sit. And I'm a, you know, I'm just, just sitting on the sidelines watching this. And, And Mike, to that extent, you're talking to somebody maybe that's not sure how they're going to vote or maybe they're hearing about this for the first time or, or haven't really been paying all that much attention to anybody that is in Seward and going to be participating in the vote. And they're a little skeptical. What's, what's something you would tell them that uh, would be a good reason to say, yes, this is the time to sell. And this is the time to become part of Homer electric.
2: Well, this is a time that is going to be um, quite honestly, financially beneficial for the the Seward community and our utility. Um, We're at a point, you know, where our rates are fairly low. But part of that is we have a lot of um, maintenance and things that have not been done over the last 20 to 30 years um, that now are starting to catch up to us. And our, our rates are going to increase, realistically, our base rate is going to increase um, probably threefold in the next six years. And that would be if we don't sell the utility, that's what it's going to take for us to get our utility basically to where it needs to be and then to be able to look at maintaining it Um, We're going to need additional personnel. Our utility only has 10 employees, and so they're limited on what they can actually do. And we only have about 700 or so electric meters. It may be a few more than that. I I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but um, it's a limited number of meters and so whenever we have to pay for things like the 10 million dollar bond we took out as part of a you know 17 to 18 million dollar infrastructure refurbishing project rates are going to go up to help pay for that and if we were part of a larger organization such as Homer Electric then that impact on us is not going to be um nearly as drastic as it's going to be without that.
0: If somebody is interested in talking to somebody that knows more than they do in that moment, is it you? Do they come to their council people or is there is there any any forum with which somebody can approach you personally or uh, come to some meetings coming up and, and have a deeper discussion personally?
2: Absolutely, yeah. They can, they can come to any council member. They can talk to um, the utility director to the, you know, to the utility director, they can talk to the city administration, but there also have been numbers of meetings that Homer electric has been holding in the community of Seward, um, you know, for the last month and continuing all the way through the month of April, where anybody can come and talk to them, ask questions, um, There are council members there at times, depending on schedules. And so they can talk and they can get questions answered and they can find out about um, what's going on with our rates, what's going on with our infrastructure, you know, why we're actually looking at doing this now. And there's also a couple of, I'll call them town hall meetings coming up this month, but they're going to be a little different format where there will be numbers of representatives from the, the city government and from HEA and, and that, where people will just be able to walk around to different um, stations and ask questions. And so it won't be, you have to show up at six o'clock and it goes until nine o'clock. Um, it'll be, you can come and go as your schedule allows, you can ask specific questions that you want answered. And so it will flow much better um, so there's a couple of those that are going to be coming up a little later this month. Plus the other, um, you know, little meetings that they've been having like at the library and the sea life center and places like that, where people could just come and and talk to them and ask questions and find out more.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you, Michael Calhoun. We appreciate your time here today and your uh, attention to this matter. I, I think, I mean, for what it's worth, I guess maybe if somebody was skeptical and they asked me, and they probably won't, but I'd say, well, it's member owned. And I, I think that's really important to remember that Homer Electric was started by members to serve members. And it's grown up the peninsula and acquired Solana, Kenai, and it's really just gotten to be stronger. And yet, that member owned expression really matters. It's like, I feel like it's it's my company and I I get to, I get to have a say. And so that's the one thing I would, I would let any of my, my friends or listeners in Seward know is that you'll be a member owner and and that matters. Any, any final thoughts, Mike?
2: Well, and and you're correct. And that is one of the things that we do also talk about is we will be part of a co-op and we will all be members and there are benefits to that. And one of the other things that, that we will have, by choosing a home or electric is we will have end up with representation that we wouldn't otherwise have. Um, you know, they're working to uh, make, you know, name a new district and have some, have a board member on that board from Seward. That's one of the things that they're looking at doing, and that wasn't gonna happen anywhere else. So the representation plus being a, uh, as you say, a part owner in the utility basically is is also a major benefit
0: for us. All right, well, all, all the best to you over there in Seward. Mr. Cowan, thank you for being part of the program today.
2: All right, Chris, thank you very much.
3: Hi, I'm Liz DeMoss, City Council Member here in Seward.
0: People ask me all the time, how did I get to Homer? Well, I was born in a room not far from here, so it's a pretty easy, short, boring story. I'm curious, how did Liz DeMoss get to Seward, Alaska?
3: Well, I was born in Anchorage uh, back in the 70s, and then I grew up in the Midwest. I only lived in Alaska for a couple of years, and then my family moved back to the Midwest um, where I was raised, and then I ended up coming back to Alaska as an adult. Uh, My dad moved here. And my sister, I have two sisters, and we all kind of ended up coming up here in the summers, spending time in the summers, and really enjoying it, and all just ended up putting our roots down in Seward. Now, I lived in Anchorage for a little bit um, before I moved to Seward, and uh, one of my goals when I lived in Anchorage was to get to Seward, because I just always loved it, and I had family here, and it just made sense. So, so now I've been in Seward for about 15 years, and I've been in Alaska for about 25 years.
0: Wow! What? Yeah, that's great. And you say the Midwest? I think Michigan, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Minnesota. It's mm-hmm. like eh, it's all the same, right? Now. <laughs> but where? Where yeah, in the yeah, Midwest? Exactly.
3: <laughs> Down there.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I once said to a guy recently, he just moved here from, and, and now I know definitively it was Nebraska, but I said something about uh, North Dakota, and he goes, no, Nebraska, and I was like, eh, <laughs> it's like, and he goes, well, you Alaskans, I'm like, yeah, it kind of, you're not in Alaska, so it doesn't matter, but no, I'm yeah, just kidding, Exactly. <laughs> I, I hear you about <laughs> yeah. wanting to get to Seward from Anchorage, my wife and I, for years, about 10 years, had a pottery business, and we'd sell pottery all over Alaska. And wherever I went around Alaska, at least in the bigger cities like Anchorage, one of the common refrains was, boy, boy, I'd love to live on the peninsula. Boy, I'd love to live in Homer. And, and Seward is, is just as loved, I know, by, by the city dwellers. But to make that dream come true, that's amazing. And you're not just in Seward for 15 years, but you're also a business owner in Seward. And that's, uh, that's a challenge in and of itself. And, and how's it going?
3: Yeah, you know, I, I enjoy it so much, but it is a struggle sometimes. It's a very seasonal town. Uh, my husband and I have owned the Seward Ale House since 2007. And you know, it's we've always stayed open year round, but it, it can be difficult uh, to operate seasonally. And you do have to kind of change your your uh, mentality when it comes to running a business. I had never done business in a seasonal town. And, uh, and Seward really has become a seasonal town. And, and a lot of people say it's, getting more like that but I'll tell you what back in 2007 we were just as quiet in the winter as we are now so um, it's changed a lot in the summer I see different types of people coming here and different seasonal workers industry has changed a little bit but it really is a seasonal town and even the year-round folks that live here really hunker down in the winter and um, and do kind of the hibernation thing you know there's families here their kids are busy going to school that kind of thing so um, so it's you know, changing a mindset. It's not putting all your eggs in one basket. It's getting creative and, um, buckling down when you have to. And, um, for us, it's worth it. We love living in Seward and for us, it's a dream come true and I wouldn't want to do business anywhere else. Um, so the struggle is worth it when it is there, but you know, it's, it's definitely a feast or famine kind of town. <laughs>
0: And you've not only raised uh, your business up there over these past 15 years, you're you're also in a role of leadership. So you're on the city council. And that's what we're here to discuss today is the question before the city of Seward in general coming up here, which is, shall you sell your electric co-op and shall you sell it to Homer? Electric and and it just dawned on me that at some point you know everybody in Seward has to take a turn at the wheel, right? You have to you have to be part of the city council at some point. There's, it's a small community like like Homer, like Saldana, like Kenai. We have to step up as business owners and say, okay, I'll I'll take my turn at it for a while. When did you get onto the council?
3: Well, I am nearing the end of my first three year term. I don't know if I'll run again, but I really enjoy it. And you're right. I think that people do need to take a turn at the wheel and step up. Uh you know, especially if you want to be a part of change and if you want to see growth in your community. Um, you know, it can be very difficult. A lot of times people say it's really a position for a retired person or someone who doesn't have to work because you do really there is a lot of work to be done and it can be very consuming, especially when you care a lot. Um, and so that's why I think a three-year term is perfect for some people (laughs) (laughs) and some people can really, you know, step up a little bit more and, and take on a little bit more. Um, but it is, it is interesting. It is definitely, has changed my perspective on city, uh, employees, administration, and you know, just our whole community. I think that uh, people are so apt to blame the city for so many things and really we have to remember that we are the city and um, all of us are the city. And really in a small town, you can make change happen fairly easily. And sometimes it can come down to one or two votes, which can be really motivating to get out there and, and try to um, make the change that you want to see. I think that HEA. Utility sale is a huge question. Um, it's a, if the utility is a big deal for Seward uh, and in, You know, I think that it's scary to sell something that is so big. Uh, We have really done so much work on just educating ourselves and figuring out the best way to go about this. And there's a lot of questions that we have really explored. You know, one being why why Homer Electric instead of Chugach? When Chugach right now, the elephant in the room is Chugach has lower rates. And when I own an old commercial building and sometimes that electric bill that I get is really hard to pay in January, I'm sensitive to that. I'm extremely sensitive to that. But when I look at where I want to see Seward in a few years and who I want to be partnering with, I want to partner with the people that are ahead of the game. And I believe that Homer is ahead of the game. They've invested so much into their infrastructure and they really have the same mentality that I believe the majority of our community members do. I have nieces and a nephew here and I think about, you know, the future for them. And I do believe that in the near future, the rates will be pretty similar across the board whether you're talking about sewer utility, Homer or Chugach.
0: Well, it sounds like, you know, it came down to maybe three very important questions. And the first one was to the council, do we sell the the, the sewards sell their electric company? Number one. Number two, do you sell it to Homer Electric, a member owned cooperative here on the peninsula or up the road? And then three, will the people approve it? And so let me ask you this. You've walked us through the first couple. What what's the feedback you're hearing? Are you Obviously, you're holding town halls, and people are getting an opportunity to weigh in and speak directly to you, the council, and the mayor, and talk about this. What's your What's your sense of, of what people are thinking?
3: Well, people are very sensitive to the rates. Obviously, that is a big question. I think that uh, people have a misconception that this utility is Seward's little cash cow, and unfortunately, they have seen a good chunk of money go into our general fund. On a yearly basis from the Seward Electric Company, but the problem is is that those funds should have been going into our electric fund for infrastructure, and they weren 't and so we have a lot of deferred maintenance and that 's a big issue um, that i don 't believe that we can solve on our own. We have a lot of issues with our utility billing, so between that and our infrastructure there's some there 's some pretty heavy liability and I just don't believe that our little town, we have a lot to manage already. We have a huge budget for our little town. And I believe that alleviating this and joining forces with a larger utility to you know, make, make all of us better um, is, is really the right thing to do.
0: Is there a way for people that maybe haven't either been paying as close attention or really haven't gotten an answer to the questions that they've got? Or maybe not everybody likes to come to a town hall and raise their hand. Is there a way that people can connect with you directly and either carve out a few minutes on the phone or meet with you? How how would they contact you?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, we do have a couple of town halls coming up. If you can make it, I think that that is the best way because there are so many questions and so many different topics regarding the utility sale that there will be people that, you know, everybody there will be able to answer all of those questions. April 12th and April 19th at the Gateway Hotel from 530 to 730 are those town halls. If you can't make one of those or you just don't feel comfortable talking in public, uh, I absolutely uh, encourage you to reach out to our electric department and just talk to Rob Montgomery directly. I know that he is open to answering any questions regarding it. Or if you just want to contact me directly, you can always call me at 907-491-5035. If I don't know the answer, I will definitely try to point you in the right direction to get your, your answers Uh, your questions answered, but, you know, I do believe that this is a vote that people have to make on their own. So I encourage everyone just to get as educated as you can from the right sources. There's a lot of misinformation going around and we really do need to think about what's best for our community in the future.
0: Thank you guys. I appreciate your time.
3: No, absolutely. Thank you.
0: Thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe to Up wherever you listen to podcasts. Our executive producer is Carrie Ann Baker. HEA General Manager Brad Janorski approved this message. For all of us at What's Up, I'm Chris Story.